This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, another edition of Betting the Ponies here presented to you by Bet Rivers, Mark Malusis and Brian Monzo with you. And this is like the kind of, I don't know, the uh, appetizer, maybe like the snacks at the bar before like the main course uh, next week, which is Breeders' Cup out at San Anita. What's going on, Mons? How are you, buddy? Now, this is actually more like the leftovers that you don't want to eat about three hours before dinner. Well, yeah, or late at night. I'm a terrible late night eater. But yes, that's what we got. Well, we got some. Listen, there's always opportunities to make a little bit of money. And Monzo, and listen, listen to this podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. You're a ponies player. And we're going to be looking at back uh, Belmont at Aqueduct, Belmont at the Big A. uh, Races 8, 9, and 10 on this edition of Betting the Ponies. And next week, we can promise you that we're going to go full tilt. Friday, I can't wait. Saturday, can't wait. It's Breeders' Cup Friday and Saturday out in beautiful California. It's going to be utterly fantastic. So many ways to play it. And we're going to do a full dive. and We're going to handicap each and every one of those races next week. Right, Mons? I, I think that I think that looking up and down this Breeders' Cup card, you know, I think a lot of the trends are going to be Continuing with the turf, looking at Euros and horses coming out of Japan. Um, but I think the, the cards are not, the card is great. The fields are good. They're deep. They're competitive. Um, I think in the classic itself, it's more wide open than people think. I'm excited. I'm excited to go through the races. It's always a challenge. It's, it's the hardest two days of racing the handicap because they're not horses you see on a consistent basis. Uh, and you, uh, it's, I'm excited. It's, you know, we've had some good luck at the Breeders' Cup. Much like everybody else had some bad luck in the Breeders' Cup, but I'm looking forward to going through the races and hopefully giving you guys and you, Malusis, a lot of winners and a little opportunities to make money. Let's add to that cash. Uh, let's add to that bankroll this weekend at Belmont at Aqueduct. We got three races for you. Let's start with race eight on Saturday, 348 post time, uh, mile and an eighth on the, the main track, and that is uh, the grade two, the Mother Goose. Uh, it's a uh, for Phillies three year olds. Uh, and up, and uh, you look at uh, purses $250,000 when you look at it for uh, this three-year-old race. It shouldn't have said three-year-olds and up. It's just a three-year-old race. you got a field of seven. The six, Zygera, is your favorite. It's six to five on the morning line uh, with Julian Le Peru aboard coming in from Churchill Downs. Is running a number of different tracks over the course of her young career. Where did you land in the grade two Mother Goose months? I did not think Zajira is worthy of being six to five on the morning line. Not saying it's a bad morning line. That's just not obviously something I would pick. Very tough for me to take Julian Le Peru in a big race like this where you never know what you're going to get. Um, a cult, the inside horse, you know, it's it's short at five to two. And this horse outside uh, of the Mammoth Oaks has been okay. Not great. 
Uh, I'm going to take a shot on a horse here, and you probably know where I'm going. I'm going to try the three again, Julia Shining, who I bet just about every race she's running. I like the move over to Javier Castellano from Saez. Castellano is riding this year has been phenomenal. Um, I like the fact that they've revert, changed this horse a little bit from being a deep poser into a horse that can sit two or three lengths off and just grind away. I'm going to throw a line through the last out at Saratoga in the Alabama, and I'm going to look just at those previous races where this daughter of Curlin grinds away. It doesn't matter if the track is speed favoring. It doesn't matter if it's a race for closers. She's always there. So if you put the line through the last race, the buyer speed figures meet. She's only three. She could be getting better. I like the jockey switch. Um, enough space up front that I think she can sit close. And I trust Cassiano in this spot. Nobody's been doing it better on these horses at prices and even on short horses. So that's my topic. Julia Shining, sixth one on the morning line. I would use a cult underneath, and I like the four undervalued asset as well. So those are my three. Yeah, I, I landed on the four undervalued asset. You the other Chad Brown, not a cult. The five at five to two on the morning line. I'm going to take a shot with Manny Franco, eight to one on the morning line. The stretch out, um, you know, four start off the layoff uh, is running grouped uh, grade twos and grade threes over the course of his of her career. Uh, daughter of Spitestown, I know you're saying, well, maybe a mile and eighth going to suit a daughter of Spitestown. Well, obviously, uh, the sprinting wasn't working, um, to their, to their, you know, to, you know, to, to satisfy Brown and company. So they're going to try. It's not an unbelievable field when you're looking at a grade two event on Saturday at, at Belmont at Aqueduct either. Uh, so that's where I landed. I landed on the four undervalued asset. I think the stretch out could work. I trust Brown. Um, I don't think she's going to be in there just to set up a cult, um, but I would use a cult underneath. I think I agree with you. I think Zajira at six to five on the morning line. I mean, I, no thanks. I'll pass. Uh, she can win the race. I'm not denying that she can't. Daughter of Nyquist can obviously win it. Um, I don't love your horse, Julia, shining as much as you do. Uh, if I was looking for another one, maybe a little bit of a live, live long shot, I'd look at Jose Lascano and Robert Reed, the one breaking from the one and that being foggy night, but I would only use foggy night underneath. But oftentimes we see in these stake races, it's the other Brown. And that's where I'm going to land here on Saturday in the grade two mother goose. I'm going to land on the four undervalued asset. I'll use a cult. I'll use Zajira underneath. I throw in your horse underneath because you like her. Um, but I'll play a four, three exacta, but I really like the four undervalued asset. Let's go to the race nine on Saturday at uh, Belmont at the big a, a mile and a 16th on the turf. It's the award, right? I think that's how you pronounce it. Right. Or was it a Wad? I forget. It's been so long since he was on. I mean, I love, that was a great horse. I think Eddie Maple, uh, used to ride a Wad on the turf, uh, a long, long time ago. I'm dating myself. Eddie Maple was a tremendous money burner, if you remember. Would would absolutely destroy favorites, especially on the turf. But anyway, it's like John Luke Samin, Samin on the green. That was always something you'd, you'd go to the Belmont or Aqueduct tracks as well. You've got a field of eight going postward in race nine at Belmont at Aqueduct. Spirit, Spirit Prince, the eight, eight to five on the morning line is your favorite. For Christophe Clement and Dylan Davis, who do you land on, Mons? Keep in mind that the eight is also cross-entered to another race. So assume we're going to run, we're going to go through this race as if uh, this two-year-old is running. Again, this is a tough morning line favorite for me to, to trust. I mean, ran well in these couple of races, and fun, but hasn't won. So we're taking a horse that's 0 for 4, um, short on the morning line, with Dylan Davis, who I know was ride really well for Clement, drawing the outside. 
I can't take that price. I'm going to look elsewhere. And the horse that I like is the three move to gold. Now, I know I'm very rarely picking Manny Franco horses, but he's winning. You hate at seven. Manny Franco. I, I don't hate him as a person. Not just, as a person, as a as a jockey. You know, he's, think a, he's, he's a stinks. tough rider. He does win his races. I can give him credit there. It just seems though that's whenever I'm betting against him. I'm going to play him this time. Uh, he's winning at a 17% clip. I really like the debut at, at Kentucky Downs. We talk about that track, how tricky it is, the hills, the turns. Uh, this horse was four or five lengths wide. It closed really well, was outfinished, uh, put up a nice buyer in debut. To me, this is a similar field. It's not much better than that field. Um, I think at 9-2, to two, you're going to get Chad Brown at a price here. The workouts have been okay. They've been steady. Uh, I think that's the horse I'm going to take a shot at at a little bit of a price, 9-2 to two over a uh, morning line favorite to the outside hasn't done too much. Uh, I do like the one inmate as well. Um, ran well in debut. Um, I like the fact that the previous rider's last name was McMonagle. I mean, that's a tribute to our, our buddy, Chris. Um, but the inside, Carmouche, I expect that horse to be able to go to the lead, but move to gold three, not a two in the morning line, my top pick. Uh, yeah, I landed on the one in eight. Uh, that's where I'm going to go. Uh, Antonucci, Kendrick Carmouche coming over from Ireland. Time form rating, not all that impressive. Then on a great rendition of the AWOT on, on Saturday at back. Uh, it's really not. But so I'm going to go with what I think, uh, you know, a son of no name never, um, you know, uh, improving. I, I think, the you know, we've had a lot of rain here in the Northeast. Uh, I think, you know, tomorrow's supposed to be absolutely beautiful. 80 degrees Saturday, I should say. Uh, 422 post time for this race. That's where I landed. Um, comes over here, I think, with intentions. Ran uh, really well at Ferry House over in Ireland. Uh, time for rating, not all that impressive. I think is improving, comes over. Works have been steady. Uh, that's where I landed. I landed on the one and eight at nine to two on the morning line. I agree with you about the three. I think the three is sneaky at nine to two. Manny Franco, Chad Brown, nine to two, coming over from Kentucky Downs. Um, betting the debut about six to one, uh, for Brown and Franco. Um, I'm, and we'll see exactly where spirit Prince does run. Uh, but if he runs in this one, I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a soft favorite, um, at eight to five on the morning line. I'll use underneath just, uh, defensively more than anything else. I think another one that's interesting would be the, uh, the five twirling point in this field of eight, uh, for, uh, Jonathan Thomas with Javier Castellano aboard. Uh, didn't run a, a, a lick on the turf, ran well on the synthetic up at Woodbine. Now they're going back to the turf, uh, a, you know, a gelding out of twirling candy. I'm interested to see what exactly twirling point provides Saturday more from a, um, a horse racing fan perspective than a betting perspective. Uh, could he surprise at seven to two? He surely could, but I'm going to land on the one in eight. Um, on the green, Milan is 16th in the AWOD at uh, at Belmont at the Big A on Saturday. The last race we're going to go, and this is well, the top of the stretch. Yes. Let me give you a backup pick here. Sure. Um, I didn't get us in when I was originally talking. The sixth dancing mischief. 10-1 uh, on the morning line. Weaver, who often can hit the board at a price, gets Irad Ortiz. Um, debut runs okay on a, on a sprint. Stretches out next out at four to one, sits a couple lengths behind at a race with absolutely no pace, closes very well, just misses. Next out on the slop, which was the story of Saratoga, one of the stories of Saratoga, absolutely romps by seven lengths, goes to Laurel, um, just doesn't, you know, maybe just doesn't like that track, does absolutely nothing. But if you go back to the, the maiden win back at Saratoga in August 3rd, 
that race might win this race if you look at it. So if that is the true form of this horse and this horse likes routing on the turf in New York, gets Irata Ortiz, you might be getting a real bargain at 10 to 1 in the morning line. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, top of the stretch time, 49er, grade two, uh, purse $300,000, mile one turn at Belmont at the big A. Uh, interesting race when you look at it. Film star three to one on the uh, morning line. Swift sure at 10 to one on the morning line. Uh, a field of eight synthesis all the way on the outside at 30 to one business model again for David Jacobson, Dylan Davis. Where did you land in the 49er? Yeah, I had to go back to the four film star who I really liked last out. And look who we lost to. I lost to Zandon, who's going on to the Breeders' Cup Classic. So um, was 10 to one in that, was 13 to one in that race. Uh, ran really well rated as opposed to going for the lead. So I like the fact that we've seen another dimension to Film Star's game. Uh, Linda Rice is running really well. This horse is nine for 10 hitting the board this year. Loves this track, is consistent at this distance. I know it's not a huge shot. You know, I like to capitalize on when horses are 13 to one or whatever. But at three to one, assuming this horse goes in this race, could be the speed in this race. And we've seen this horse have success going to the lead. But Going off the last race, we've seen this horse also have success rating. So um, there's multiple options for this horse based on how they break, what happens. I think a three to one, that's a pretty good price. I don't love anybody else in this race. I know people are going to cling to that three accretive who's been really good for Chad Brown. Um, but again, that horse is going to be really short. You know, a good horse. Maybe your likeliest winner. I'm going to pick the. I'm going to pick the four film star three to one in the morning line. Yeah, kiss. I'm going to keep it simple, stupid for myself, right? And I'm going to go with the creative, the three uh, for Chad Brown and Irad Ortiz. Four start off the layoff. Love the last work, October 20th at Belmont. Um, four furlongs in uh, in 49 seconds. Fourth best out of 55 that day. He's been training like a beast. Uh, you know, at Aqueduct, finished one race, finished second. At the distance is one for one, two to one on the morning line. I'm hoping to get two to one. I think is the most likely winner is running, you know, ran in a grade one, Alan Jerkins, ran in the grade two, Amsterdam, ran in the grade two, Vosburgh. I think when you look classes on the side, I think the speed figures do fit. I think it's a perfect landing spot when you're looking at a one-turn mile at Belmont at the Big A on Saturday, post time 453. Um and it's Chad Brown and his go-rider, Arad Ortiz. That's where I landed on top, accretive, uh, the two-to-one morning line favorite. It's nice just to be talking about turf racing in New York because you guys have had, like, monsoons every weekend. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be rain on Sunday as well. A lot of rain. And I think they're predicting kind of a uh, a bad winter as well, unfortunately. But Well, pretty soon you're going to be – you drive to work, you're going to be taking a rowboat soon. That's it, yes. Nice joke. Nice joke. Kids, you're in sunny Florida. What is it today in Florida? Like 84? 85 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. It's got driving. I just drove the kids back with the windows open. And, uh, Can I ask you, by the way, how did you get into the house just to take everyone behind the scenes a little bit? We were getting ready to do this podcast, and Monzo texted me. He said, I'm locked out of my house. How did well, you exactly? Well, listen. Basically, my wife was home with two of the kids here, and I don't know how it works with you, but whenever I need my wife to answer the phone, she doesn't. So I'm knocking, I'm ringing the doorbell, I get through the garage, the inside garage door is locked. Eventually, I just somehow got her attention on the phone and she came down, but it's just, you know, I, I, I never grabbed the wrong keys, I grabbed the wrong keys. My own fault. 
Well, there. There you go. I'm I didn't break the window to do the podcast. That's it. Your best bet of the three races we went through? You know, what's funny is as we were going through the races, I kind of taught. Now, my top pick is still going to remain move to gold in the AWOD. But I really think it's worth taking a chance on that six dancing mischief because there's a lot to like there if you're if you're a better of prices. You know, you go back to that August third race. That's a you know I love horses that are able to close into a race with no pace. That to me shows talent. This horse did that. So and then went out and won the next out. So I think at a price, not my best bet, but the one I'm going to play and keep an eye on is the six dancing mischief. I will use that horse certainly in a box and an exacta with my top pick in the race. Move to gold the three. Yeah, I love uh, you. You and I are gonna in that race, um, the ninth on Saturday at, at Belmont at the Big A. Uh, I love the one and eight, nine to two on the morning line. You know how I love the Euros. Any Euro import, I love coming stateside. I think they're gonna run fantastically well. So that's my best bet of the day. So this was, as Monzo said, the leftovers before basically the main course. Thanksgiving next week, which is the Breeders' Cup Friday and Saturday, and we're going to break it all down. We're going to have two different podcasts, one for Friday, one for Saturday, looking at all the Breeders' Cup races. Make sure to like and subscribe. This is Betting the Ponies. He's Brian Monzo. I'm Mark Malusis, presented to you by Bet Rivers. Good luck with all your plays. And as the great Harvey Pack used to say, may the horse be with you. Thanks for listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network.